0: time for our Friday morning chat with Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun. Good morning, Vaughn.
1: And good morning, Simi.
0: Okay, let's start with the update on Premier John Horgan's health. I mean, obviously, this wasn't news anybody wanted, uh, but again, once again, I admire how open he's being about it.
1: Very open about it and flooded with good wishes, of course, as you'd expect, and and I think, you know, start with that, good wishes, Premier. Um, I guess the only sort of balancing thing he would say with the news he's had that it was cancer the growth that was removed from his throat is he has been there before thirteen years ago this month actually john horgan had surgery for bladder cancer he was put on drug treatment for six weeks and came back to the legislature next year proclaiming himself a cancer survivor now This time I know it's not drug treatment, it's radiation therapy he's facing, and I think the listener who's been through that out there, I expect, knows that that can hit you pretty hard, even though the prognosis is good. So that'll go to the end of the year, and, you know, the premier's statement yesterday was reduced workload, working from home, conference calls, and where needed, Deputy Premier Mike Farnworth will stand in for him.
0: Right. Okay. So that all stays the same. Let's talk about the process here, though, as well, because it seems to me—I mean—and I've had somebody in my family gone through the several people, and it, it went the same way that it went for all of them.
1: Yeah. The the well, look, you know, any time a politician comes out, you're going to get questions, we've all had them, did he cue jump, all of that. So, I mean, first of all, what we heard from the beginning was, this is how the BC Cancer Agency does things. Yes. If, if he, John Horgan was obviously a high-risk person. He had cancer before. His brother died of cancer just a couple of years ago. So, he's 62 years old. So, he was when it, he had a growth in his throat. He was put on the list for very speedy biopsy. And analysis and pathology report. And they did all that. Um, I I don't think there's any reason to think this was a case of cue jumping. I think this is a case of exactly how it's done and should be done. The other thing was, we got a stat on this yesterday, you know. and, And I know I heard from people who said, hey, look, they're canceling surgeries all over British Columbia. How come the premier's biopsy surgery wasn't canceled? Well, Adrian Dix gave us the numbers yesterday. Yes, about 200 scheduled surgeries per week are being postponed. They're being put off for staffing reasons and other concerns in the system. But the health minister said we're doing 7,000 surgeries a week. So it is only a small number of surgeries that are being delayed. And I don't think, you know, uh, as I said, what I've always heard is that cancer care in british columbia is first it's rate. Amazing.
0: yes and
1: the judgment decisions that are made are made by professionals they're based on risk. John Horgan was high risk, and we see why now he was high risk. He had cancer.
0: Exactly. And I, as I said, my, my husband has been through this, bladder cancer, same thing, and he is a regular at the BC Cancer Agency, and it is exactly as you described, Vaughn, once you are in that system, once you are in the BC Cancer Agency system, they don't let you go, and yeah. they know that you're going to be back, and they're going to have to look after it, and that's exactly uh, what happened here. So, we wish him the best. I know he starts radiation soon, so hopefully everything will go well there. Let's also talk about this real estate story, too. I was a bit surprised that this came out. I didn't realize that there was going to be all this news about cooling down the real estate market.
1: Yeah, it, it really, it's interesting for two reasons. And first, to just segue from what we talked about with the Premier, it's business as usual with the government. They've got all these major policy changes in the pipeline, and they're rolling them out, as if, as I said, business as usual. We got the old growth strategy this week. We got climate action last week. And yesterday, I think this is a major piece of news for the housing market. Selena Robinson, the finance minister, comes out with the head of the BC Financial Services Authority, and she says, We're looking at consumer protection for home buyers. So, first of all, a cooling off period. Um, there already is one if you're a condo buyer in one of these buildings that they're pre selling. So, we're looking at maybe seven days. And. You'd have that much time to put in your bid and back out. Two other things, and I heard you talking to Gordon MacDonald about this this morning, and this is really interesting. Essentially taking the blinkers off the process. So yes. no more blind bidding. Uh, you'd you would, All the bids would be open. And the other thing, and you hear this, she says, you hear this from mortgage brokers and realtors all the time. They're poor clients are so squeezed yeah. that they put in no-conditioned bids and they end up buying a house that may have major, major problems, but they buy it without an inspection.
0: And they also so, buy it for way more than they yes. they could have paid for it if they, did, they didn't know that the last bid was like $50,000 less than theirs. Yes.
1: So all of this would be consumer protection and not without risks. I thought the other thing they did yesterday that's quite interesting is the legislation is coming next spring, but the Financial Services Authority is going to consult with all the interest groups out there on how exactly this should work and whether it's a good idea. Because the other thing that jumped out to me, Simi, yesterday during the briefing is eh, if it's a developer that's got a whole new housing project, they don't need protection. But again, the mortgage brokers would tell you this. Lots of times the person selling the house is also buying a house. They're reselling. Mm -hmm. They're moving up. So you can't put them in an impossible position where because there's no penalty for putting in a bid – uh, people put in a whole bunch of bids on a whole bunch of prog- projects and just walk away after seven days. So Robinson said, yes, we have to think about some protection for resellers as well because we don't want unintended consequences from this going into the housing market. Make it harder rather than easier and drive up the price rather than lower the price.
0: Okay, so th- this is all still part of a
1: consultation process though, right? Yep. Yeah, that's right. There'll be consultation to the end of the year. The government will bring in legislation in the spring. And I think, you know, from what the Robinson, uh, who who's the finance minister now, but she was the housing minister. From what she said yesterday, this is one where the government really wants to hear about unintended consequences. The housing market is complicated. It is very, very stressed at the moment. They want to take some of the pressure off. They want to protect consumers, but they also want to beware of unintended consequences. So I think this is going to be a genuine consultation. I don't think this is one where the government's already made up its mind exactly what it's going to do. We might say that they've done that on some other issues, like sick leave, but not on this one.
0: Okay, and very quickly here, Vaughn, when it comes to unvaccinated healthcare workers, I really found it interesting what Dr. Henry said was that they are working to talk to, individually, every single one of the unvaccinated healthcare workers.
1: One-on-one conversations, and from what she said yesterday, they're hearing some reassuring things, complacency, people who've just put it off and haven't dealt with it, and they're saying, oh, get it done, you can still get it done. And I was pretty disturbed to hear her say they're running into disinformation. So not people that are misinformed, but people who are deliberately misinformed. Uh, there is a deliberate misinformation out there. It is being spread, and healthcare workers, along with the rest of us, are victims of it.
0: Sir, sure sounds like it. All right, thank you for that, Vaughn. Bye, bye, Sim.